And now for something completely different. Four, three, two, one. Hi. Welcome to the future. Remember, no guts, no galaxy. Welcome to the No Guts, No Galaxy podcast number 174. We are your hosts, Darren and Phil. Today is Wednesday, July 17th, 2019. And here we are. Here we are again. Welcome, Phil. How you, How you doing? doing, man? I'm doing well, man. Uh, yeah. it's, it's, it's been really hot and humid down here. Um, I had a race this past weekend up in Pennsylvania. I ran up and down mountains and picked up heavy stuff and yeah, it was, it was quite intense. So I'm recovering from that. But, uh, other than that, I'm doing well. Uh, so, uh, you know, can't complain. Yeah. Hot and humid in, uh, North Carolina. And I assume it is hot. I don't know about humid down there with you, Mr. Haven Kendrick, our guest today. Haven, how are you? I'm doing good, and yes, a lot Warm. of the same, far less humidity, but oh, the heat, man, I'm feeling it. It was, I don't know, a week or two ago, the, the weather was really nice. It was like in its high 70s for the uh, convention I went to, and then right after that was over, it just started spicing up some. Yeah, it, was, it got really hot last night uh, here as well. It was like in the mid-60s and uh, a little overcast. So Fuck you. Um, sorry. <laughs> Was, I don't know where that was. What was that, Phil? I don't know. Anyway, Sorry. we are going to have another good podcast, get to know yes. this man right here, Mr. Haven Kendrick. But before we get into that, this morning, was there, there's been some good news. It was a little bit of a, an exciting morning for uh, Battletech fans, I might say. Yeah. Um, oh, yes. oh, we, we, we know about this, right? The Battletech clan invasion Kickstarter from Catalyst Game Labs met their goal in seven minutes, um, and then I think met the, the uh, what do they call them? Stretch goals. Extent, stretch yeah. goals in like 20 minutes. Yeah. They're currently right now, and it just rocketed up. I just turned it to it, and it's going up and up and up. This is crazy. It's at 223,000 of the 30,000 goal, and it's just, I mean, it is skyrocketing. Um, I seven wish they had. Minutes. That's nuts. They need more stretch goals, which <laughs> they have. They have in there the opportunity for more stretch goals. They have some like, you know, post $120,000 or whatever, up to $200,000. They have some question marks in there. So obviously they figured it might go that high, but I don't think they knew it was going to go this high. And mm. this is literally the first morning. We got 31 freaking days left. Catalyst, you better come up with some stretch goals, well, man. <laughs> and with that too, I mean, yeah, you get, uh, they've got clan uh, star add-on with multiple mechs, elementals, uh, dice. I mean, you name it, uh, inner sphere add-on pack. I mean, they've got a bunch of stuff that's already unlocked. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, this is crazy and it is cool. It's so nice to see love going to the tabletop yes. you know what originated this whole thing that you know so as far as why you even if you're engine. listening go support that you're not gonna Absolutely. be disappointed also i've seen the minis they're amazing quality they're beautiful and, yeah so good and that is so thanks to uh well not the print quality of course but like the art uh is shimmering sword uh anthony over at uh, catalyst games he used to be uh a, a community member just like us a fan uh, an artist if you will he was one, like the lead commission artist now he works directly for the company so um he stayed with us uh over at um yeah, right. Metcon, he's hanging with hotel rooms. Yeah, we got to hang with him. He's a really, really cool guy. Uh, his artwork is absolutely amazing, and I love his designs as well. Yeah. Um, we know. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Something no, no. I'm a big fan of um, is like, and I really think, especially like the the, the Timberwolf, the Mad Cat. Something I really think does the uh, justice to that model is the whole. Um, I've always liked how the 
bottom half of the leg is kind of like on the outside of the top half. I felt like that always done a lot for the models as opposed to being these just straight lined up legs. I'm so glad they did that again because yeah. that's my favorite look. Yeah, we it's... know the the best mech artist, the best Battletech mech mech artist, I think of all time, and uh, we're we're blessed to be a part of you know this era. It's cool the the stretch goals. There's like um, clan insignia dice that were added, uh, some yeah. some uh, battle armor. Um, the minis are awesome. The minis that I like, obviously, are the Inner Sphere that were unlocked at 100,000, and that includes the uh, the Marauder, the Archer, the Valkyrie, and the Stinger. Beautiful freaking minis. Um, I 100%, 100% suggest if you have any interest in the tabletop, go and support Catalyst right now. Let's just take this to a million dollars, man. Let's show them that uh, there's still love for this tabletop. Yeah, and I want to be surprised if it gets there, but um, I think it just sort of shows, like, especially with the the evolution of the the art, it brings people back too. I mean, because, you know, I mean, yeah looks don't matter i mean we say that but in this case i think it, it matters. totally matters <laughs> uh you know um so it's size in, it doesn't matter this, Phil. yeah is that what it is oh, well anyways um but yeah anyways go check it out if you haven't we'll have the link in the description below but our guest today haven kendrick how you doing man how is how is life well, well before we get you... into his life, let's also mention that if you are interested in Haven Kendrick, you can catch him at twitch.tv forward slash Haven Kendrick. I should say forward slash Haven underscore Kendrick, twitter.com forward slash Kendrick Haven, and youtube.com forward slash Haven Kendrick. So basically, all plays on the Haven and the Kendrick, depends on where you put it in underscores. Anyway, check yep. him out. We'll put those links in the show. Uh, in the show notes and um he is always entertaining always a blast to watch to listen to he's got an amazing voice uh, amazing look he's got amazing style he is worth your while an amazing so chin cheekbones eyebrows yeah. hair I mean, eyes, right too much, ears, too much. <laughs> um, shoulders um and i mean where are we going with this um, so back to what you were saying uh phil um haven who mm-hmm. Uh, this is the elevator pitch part. So in, oh, in yeah. you know, in just a couple minutes, a few minutes, tell us who Haven Kendrick is. Tell us why we should watch you on twitch.tv forward slash Haven underscore Kendrick. Sounds good. I've been streaming for about a little over two years now. Started off with Mech Warrior, got into it completely as a you know a hobby. Like oh, I'll be fun to just dabble in this, whatever it is. And I took off with this character that I created, Haven Kendrick, and had a whole helmet mask for it, which came off you know recently. I'm pretty sure most of all, most all of you know that. But uh, uh, it's been an amazing adventure so far. Um, and I decided to make a bit of a career out of it, and it's been uh, it's been great. Uh, I'm not so much a pro player as a lot of the you know people who do mech warrior or other games tend to be um i'm definitely good at what i do i'm not you know shabby at the game uh, but i'd like to say most of what i do is solely based on just entertainment value you know content being energetic and screaming at people and occasionally you know taking up the arms as a quote-unquote commander and uh, leading folks in the battle and usually winning when we do that U- usually i don't know you can only uh you can only, you know, lead a potato so far. <laughs> I, I've been up against that. I, whenever I drop against you, I'm always like, shit, because I know you're going to rally them. So it's not, not I, always, not I, always. I, well, I know, but most of the, I don't know, like I probably have like a good 30% win loss against you. 
because I just I never know. I never know if it's gonna be like he's gonna be like, all right, guys, we're gonna just charge right down the middle. And if you see Sean, he's dead. You all find right? Sean. Right? Like, Sean. Like, oh, <laughs> like yeah. So well, you know, no matter what, if somebody takes control of a team, there's a better chance for that team to succeed. Oh, now, yeah. Phil, and I know sometimes now you Phil, you stream a lot, you take control a lot, but sometimes, and and I know you'll admit it, sometimes you're just lazy. But then when you see Haven across the other, and you don't want to take control because that does take effort. You have to, you know, basically herd cats or whatever when you're doing uh, solo drop. Herd potatoes. Yeah, potatoes. and so. Threaten via field execution. So do you ever just go, oh, Haven's over there. That means I've got a freaking rally <laughs> no, of troops. Well, yeah. Because <laughs> you no, know I, he is. I, I, this is what I do. And Haven, I don't know if you knew this already. I say mm. go after, like, if I see Haven, he's primary <laughs> target. If I see snake, Proton, man. he's primary target. And head I'm always like, I'm always like, guys, you need to take Proton, Proton down. You don't kill him. Can't he's going to kill half your team yeah. and we're going to lose. Like, you have to focus down. Because communication and even if i die and I, I don't know if you do this haven like even if you i still drop call like when i'm spectating someone because no one else will do it so i'm just like I do that too yeah I do that so too. i just have to say alpha bravo charlie you know blah 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 and it's um you know it's it's that easy uh it may not seem very difficult but uh just letting people know like hey alpha left torso open or whatever but um so phil do you remember when haven first showed up on the scene because i feel like that's what it yeah. was like hey there's this guy out there calling matches and yeah. and that was like the first thing it was well okay first it was wow this voice and then second it was this voice is commanding and people are listening to him yeah. and that was that you know it's hard for me to remember exactly when i first noticed him but that's what it was all about was that there's this guy out there that it seems really cool good voice and he's leading the team and most of the time the team's listening and and uh yeah that's how you kind of appeared on the scene exactly it was a lot of fun to do that for sure which you know, we still like to do uh, a lot of times i find that especially on stream sometimes things when I interact with chat, tend to spiral into something else <laughs> quite often. Uh, but I still do enjoy my fair share of uh, quote-unquote battle tech roleplay when we're doing matches and I take in charge when I can. Uh, well, it's good stuff. Go ahead. I think for me, I mean, um, and I guess go into you know a few observations is uh, you know positivity is oh, yeah, really right. important. Can you speak on that as far as like? what does it do for you and then what do you think it does for your your channel oh the positivity stuff i mean there's i can go like deep into that kind of thing like you know just like as a whole what being positive does for people and does for the channel as well i mean i know a lot of people who like to discuss or share problems or do things like that too much and i feel like it's not so much something that stream is meant for i feel like a somebody stream or you know spending time playing games with someone is supposed to be the kind of place where you go to relax hang out kind of you know take the code of all the crap you deal with all day and hang out up on the wall and just have a good time um but especially when it comes to the game i just do my best to which actually is one of the reasons i've solely avoided uh, competitive because like i'm decent at the game by far um i'm not shabby at what i do but you are I, certainly above average I, I avoid competitive intentionally because like I've considered it, but I'm like, you know, I don't want to start stressing over this game. I don't want it to become something where like, if I don't win, that's bad. And if that's bad and I get angry and if I get angry, I, you know, just the whole thing just, you know, devolves. I've known so many people that end up in that kind of situation. So I'm like, you know what? I always want this to be a fun thing for me. I don't want to, you know, become too serious about it so at the end of a game i'm not sitting here going oh my god guys what the heck was that you're all so you know so i'm just saying hey good try guys better luck next time 
Yeah. So. Yeah. I always put myself in the, I try to put myself in the position of the viewer, which is, you know, why, why are they here hanging out? Mm. Are they here to hear me rage? Are they here to hear me bitch? Do they just want to hang out and have, and I agree most of the time it's just, it's a distraction for all of us and we want to have fun. I'm not a part of the rage culture anyway. I don't really connect with that. Um, but yeah, I like your, I like the general attitude in your community very much. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's just it's, a good place great. to hang out. Cool. Well, so they've, now they've been, they, go ahead. they've been wonderful. It's been an amazing trip so far. And I, yeah, you cool. have a great community that loves you. And, and that's another thing when you find a streamer, you can really quickly tell, you know, basically the character of that streamer, Thank their you. value. Um, by how much their community appreciates them. And you yeah. have a very loyal and happy community. Yeah. Now, uh, we talked about, obviously, your intro to MWO, kind of, a little bit, how we first saw you. But who else are you? In other words, um, I know you have interest in sound design. Um, right. I know you have some interest in anime and, and cons and, and, and the shows you go to. Can you go into a little bit of that? Who else are you besides who we see um, when you're streaming MW? I do way too much. I mean, I've, Good for you. I've, I've become a bit of a, like, aside from just like, you know, my personal life and personal details, I've become a bit of an open book when it comes to stream. I'm not ashamed of who I am, what I like to do. So I, you know, share that with people as much as possible. I'm a, you know, big anime fan. I love going to conventions, stuff like that. Uh, voice actor. I've been, a lot of people know stuff that I've voiced and, there's stuff that I haven't voiced that I haven't told, or that I have voiced that I haven't told people about because it goes under my real name. Um, but, and then the whole sound design thing, like you mentioned as well, there's just, my problem right now, honestly, is there's just too much I'm trying to do and too much I'm involving myself in. I'm like totally stretched thin. So every day is like something to work on. I'm like, I need to stop saying no to projects and hobbies and things. No, you gotta I'm start trying to do no. way too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've started to have to say, maybe not this time, but um, next year. Yeah, we'll make next an appointment. Um, but yeah, so I'm just passionate about it a lot. Like you said, um, there's the Mech, Mech Warrior Battletech stuff I love, all different variety of games. Because obviously, I'm, I'm solely a Mech Warrior guy. I always come back to that. I stream it, play it twice a week with you guys. I uh, try to theme it up differently. I know we mixed our, like, you know, my love for anime in it as well. And I've noticed a lot of, um, a lot of Mech Warrior fans tend to be anime and or warhammer fans uh, as well so i do my best to see if i can mix those all three together from time i'm a to warhammer time. fan oh wait that oh, warhammer yeah. never mind never mind you're talking 40k yeah well, yeah, yeah 40k 40k i'm, I'm a warhammer 6 six, 60 6r 6r anyway 60. um 6r um anyway yes uh that's awesome you have a lot of stuff that you're doing you're what you're in your mid 20s i'm guessing something yep like. i turned 25 uh Last exactly. December. Oh, jeez. Metcon last December. I am getting yeah. old. Well, look at look at the stream, man. Do I? It's like uh, youngest. It's like the evolution of. And, uh, yeah, I know, right? Is that what, what it works? <laughs> this is this is you in ten yeah. years. This is you in twenty years. <laughs> I God, I would never wish that on either one of you. But anyway, um, that is cool. Uh, you're definitely a fun person to be around. I can only imagine what you're like at all those cons. So you were a lot of fun. At, uh... I, I got a question. You, you know, we mentioned the, the the voice acting stuff. I think a lot of people uh, listening, or at least me, um, that's a part of your stream that's really entertaining. Like, yeah, you obviously. The voice stuff, the voice stuff uh, we can get in the character as far as like Lance Commander and other stuff, but like, did you were you a little kid that used to do like voices all the time and that's where you got it or was this a recent sort of thing 
Um, it was, I mean, I did, always did, you know, toy around a little bit with voices and doing stuff. I think a lot of that came out of me just growing up with my brothers and honestly just making like the weirdest noises around each other. And out of that, we kind of were able to figure it, oh, I can make that weird noise or I'm going, eh, and like turn that into a voice. Like, oh, just channel the same thing. It's whatever it is. Um, but I wanted to do a lot of uh, like on camera or stage acting at first. Uh, it was when I was in college, like a couple of years back, actually several years back. Um, when I met a lot of people who were in something called the dub club, it was like the voice acting club that they had. And I met them, you know, met the professor there and started attending and, you know, doing stuff. And I was like, Oh my God, this is so much funner. I'm a lot better at this. And it was just, you know, a bit of an on and off adventure from then on, but uh, definitely buckling down and getting more serious with it now. That's pretty awesome. I'm going to assume that maybe part of your realization that you could do voiceover happened when your voice changed, right? When you got this big commanding, uh, deep voice did that not really like no like the first time i really realized that holy shit like what the heck is up with my voice was uh when i was i want to say like maybe eighth grade we all like were doing recordings like in class we we're supposed to record ourselves reading something when i listened back i was you know far less trained and animated and you know a little more monotone but i heard back and i was like oh my god is that me what the heck when did that happen <laughs> did you like it or did you did you not like it I I mean, I didn't dislike it. I didn't think much of it. I was just thrown off at the time. I was like, oh, okay, that's the thing. Yeah. So. Most people hate the sound of their own voice. And uh, everybody, I, does. everybody does. Everybody but what I love does. is that that first time people hear their voice. Is that me? That's totally a funny Yeah. Uh, everybody hates their voice the first time they hear it. It's all a matter of hearing it time and time again to the point where you just get used to it. And it doesn't throw you Absolutely. off at all anymore. So you have all kinds of interests. Would you say that there's one particular interest that is like your passion? I mean, if you could do one thing, uh, would it be, um, you know, uh, be a streamer? Would you be a, a sound artist? Would you be a voiceover um, actor? What would you, what's your passion if you have one? Or is it just everything? Oh man, that's a... That's a tough one, I know. I'm, now, yeah, you're like, asking the hard questions. Choose, it's like, hmm, would you, you rather you could choose one? one of your children, which child would you keep? <laughs> if you could keep your children, if you could keep your eyes, your ears, yeah. you know, your, your, your mouth, which would you keep? Uh, all of the above is totally fine if you love just every... Definitely all of the above. Yeah. Uh, I want to incorporate them all as much as I can. I know streaming and Twitch and things like that is definitely, you know, it's fleeting income. And, you know, it's been income which has been the sole reason I've been able to pursue it as much as I have. And it's been an incredible journey so far. But of course, you know, that's fleeting. It does this. It's not guaranteed at all. One day, you know, everything could tank or, you know, Twitch will eventually have its day. So I wouldn't say it's a long-term business plan, but it's something I would love to keep going as much as possible because it's something I thoroughly enjoy. Uh, but in regards to actually making a, you know, unless it suddenly blows up and I get lucky, um, the primary way I'm going to have to look to make a living for myself is going to be in the voice acting and sound design fields, which both I'm equally as passionate about. Um, I was listening to a guy um, over at a, was that like this big old networking gig thing I went to. He was talking about, you know, a lot of people are trying to figure out what they want to do with their lives. And he says that thing that you, you willfully stay up to like 4 a.m. just working on just because you like to. That's your passion. That's something you want to do. And I've done yeah. that for all of them. So. I've heard a lot of actors say, if you can't imagine not acting, don't you, you then you got to do it. If you can imagine not doing it, don't do it. You know, like, um, exactly, yeah. it's got to be 100% of passion. And I think that goes along with acting in any kind of artistic 
uh, endeavor, whether it's uh, sound design or, or Twitch streaming or whatever. It's got to be a passion because it's a very difficult life. Even when you live in Southern California and you're around the, 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 the epicenter of where that stuff's happening, um, there's a million people that want to do it. And you just have to absolutely love what you're doing because it's going to be a, a hard road ahead. Mm -hmm. Well, but I mean, uh, about that, I was uh, talking yeah, because there's so many people who, especially actors who move to Los Angeles in specific to be here and be involved with acting and all that sort of stuff. And they more typically have training from elsewhere and they came here to finally get involved. So like 90% of the time, at least you can ask someone and chances are they'll say, oh, I moved here when I was such and such years old. I moved here, you know, at this point in time. Um, I'm a bit of a rare breed because I was born and raised here. And it's like everyone who's from here wants to get out, but everyone who's not here wants to be here. So it's really, so, you know, funny enough when I mentioned to people, other actors like, oh no, I've been here my whole life, love them. Or like, oh wow, that's surprising. Yeah, because you don't meet many of those funny enough. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously you, you talked about, uh, I mean, you're an entrepreneur. I mean, that's really what a streamer and you, you, you know, uh, is, and then you have full control. I mean, I'm not surprised to see the success you've seen in MWO uh, and as you stream other titles as well. And, and we'll get to those uh, in a bit, but I'm not surprised. I mean, it, it sort of comes out. I mean, you've got, um, you've got a solid production, you've got the energy, you've got the, obviously the passion for it as well. Um, but you engage really well with, uh, your chat. Yeah, and I feel like, sometimes well, well. yeah, I mean, we all, you know, yeah, I mean, we all have our days or whatever, or you just have to ignore like Lee or something in chat, but, um, um, yeah. So I'm not surprised. I mean, have you thought about, I mean, I know you do play other games, but have you thought about like, Hey, long-term is, are you wanting to be uh, like this, be your career as far as a, uh, uh, be a streamer? Like, is that something that you've like pondered on and like came to the conclusion? Yes or no, or maybe, or. It definitely is. But again, a lot of that also ties into, you know, how much it's like, you know, how well it's working for me. You know, I, I know so many people who their entertainment value is God tier, but you know, you just need to get lucky enough to get noticed or have the right community or whatever it is. Like there's some people who, you know, you get like that one lucky host from someone like Shroud and bam, your career is set. Uh, something I like to say is with success, all things are possible. Um, so while it is someone I something I would love to pursue as a career and, you know, sail it as long as I can. Um, it depends, obviously, on how well it works out for me. Yeah. Um, if it's something I simply just am not, you know, is not being profitable and I'm, you know, making, a, you know, I'm, I'm losing a lot you know, spending my time on it, it's something I'd have to consider cutting back. But I pray it never comes to that because I, I thoroughly enjoy it. Yeah, I mean, and one thing I, I've talked to, we were talking to Loken and I, I've been battering him is uh, really diversifying your content as far as like, okay, you stream and then uh, what do you do for YouTube? Like, even if you don't make dedicated like YouTube content, like uh, yeah. an actual video, at least getting like highlights up there. So again, people can find your Twitch channel because- it's Terrible at uploading those. <laughs> Twitch doesn't do a very good job for, yeah, as you said, exposure. Like, who am I? You know, like if, if you're a good uh, streamer, but there's 30, 40, 50 other people streaming, why and how does someone find you? And I feel like that's that's the the million dollar question, right? Which is yeah. what do you have to do. And I feel like one of those is to um, keep doing what you're doing, but also you have to find other avenues to market yourself and to bring people into your stream. So exactly, it's a hard thing to do. Um, Absolutely. What got you into streaming? Like, I don't think I've ever asked you. Like, 
was it you Those found the yeah, did you find, like, Twitch and you're watching it and you're like, oh, I, I'm going to give this a try. Like, like I, I knew Twitch was a thing for a long time, and I, I was never really involved in it. I, you know, I never really saw myself watching streams and doing any of that stuff. Um, Who were some of the streamers you watched early on? I, I mean, I didn't really watch any. It was kind of like, I only started watching a couple of streams once I actually started streaming myself and getting involved. Because I was like, okay, I should probably look into this a little bit more and see how I do this or meet other people. Was anybody um, influential at all, or did, did you pretty much just uh, go from scratch? Pretty much just went from scratch. I had this idea of mine, my own idea, and decided to roll with it. Um, and what started it all, actually, was, uh, funny enough, um, I was uh, just doing matches, and this is before, like, you know, far before I was trying to get noticed or oops, do anything. I kicked over my water. Um, I was just doing matches in game and I was doing the whole voice thing that I do. I was, you know, role playing as like, oh, you know, mechs with deep voice and big character. And just, it's, I thought it'd be fun to role play with it, you know. Um, and I guess at one point I ended up uh, in a match with Beef, uh, the Beef. And this was when he had like, you know, like three, four hundred people watching him back in the day. Um, and uh, I was familiar with who the Beef was from, uh, from, uh, from some of his YouTube videos. I was like, huh, I wonder if this guy like twitches like live streams and like i showed up uh afterwards and i apparently everyone in the chat was like oh my god who's this guy who's this haven kendrick dude like they're all like apparently in the chat they're saying oh who is he i can't find him on youtube he's not on youtube he's not on twitch so for a while i was this phantom people in the mechware online community were looking for but i didn't exist but everyone thought i did so i was like you know what you know, people have been looking for me. What What if I just kind of like, you know, what, what if I just for the fun of it decided to stream like, you know, maybe once a week or something just to kind of be there and have fun with folks. Like, I started off entirely as a hobbyist. Um, so I did that for like a month, maybe in like November, had the whole helmet on and everything. And then December, this was like two and a half years back. Uh, I took like a month hiatus. And I came back on January and people popping in there like, oh, hey, you're the guy in Reddit. And I was like, what? And they're like, yeah, someone like record a video of you and post it up on YouTube called like, you know, the voice guy match, whatever it was. And I was like, holy shit. So after that, it kind of blew up a little bit. and People started tuning into the channel. Uh, it was still more of a hobbyist thing. But once more people were showing up, people actually started donating. And, you know, I started getting a pretty sizable crowd. I was like, maybe I should actually consider, you know, keeping this up. So buckled down with it and uh yeah that's the rest is pretty much history it feels good to be wanted doesn't it yeah to be loved it's, it's nice oh so, I, I need more of it i am deprived <laughs> absolutely so <laughs> go ahead phil oh i was gonna say i mean you, you don't seem to be uh, uh an introvert i mean would you would you <laughs> definitely not um uh, <laughs> i mean you seem I'm very to... much the kind of guy who will like you know, stroll up if I'm blasting tunes in my car at a stoplight and like start bobbing heads as I stare at the person next to me. Yeah. I'm a very much an outgoing kind of guy. So you're shy is what you're saying. Yeah. Exceptionally. <laughs> now, as far as just the whole streaming experience, um, we've talked to a lot of streamers. We are streamers ourselves, obviously. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, Phil and I got started with that, you know, nine years ago or whatever and can totally relate to you guys and, and, and Phil continues to do it every day. Um, there's a, we've learned over the years, there's a lot of really positive things about streaming, uh, some that we've mentioned already, and there's some difficult things about streaming. What would you say is for you is the best thing about streaming? And what would you say is one of your biggest struggles with streaming? 
best thing about streaming, I would say, are these the golden clippable moments that come out of it. Uh, the moments you completely you know, unplanned, right? Completely unplanned, or you know, even sometimes planned, but just played out so much better than you yeah. thought. It's just it was like like grade A content. You've had those some of those. Moments. I've seen them. This is those I would say are the best because you get to go back and watch them and laugh to yourself or show other people. Yeah. Those I would say are my favorite things about it. Um, and obviously everybody else's reaction to those kind of moments when they do happen, um, which I would say is one of the reasons a great deal of people tune into streams, myself included. Um, like a lot of times you'll watch a stream and it's kind of, you know, stuff is happening regular, not too many, too much fancy. But then that one thing happens that just boom pops out and everyone's kind of going, holy crap, you know. Um, I think a lot of people tune in for that moment. Um, so I try to make content. those happen as often as I can. Content. There's content. I was actually talking to, um, funny enough, over at the convention I went to, they had a panel where they had a bunch of, it was an anime convention, but they had a bunch of voice actors, actress, friends of mine, and they're all invited to this one panel where they're all supposed to play PUBG Mobile. And it was like, oh, play <laughs> PUBG with your, you know, favorite, you know, streamer, and you know, your favorite uh, voice actors, whatever it was. So they had this big old screen and, you know, they're showing they'd switch between the view of all the different voice actors playing. And my friend Jackie was playing and she forgot that she has to jump out of the plane herself. So it just injected her and she fell into the water and spent pretty much the entire match just trying to swim back aboard. And she's like, <laughs> I felt terrible because times. every time, you know, they switch over to my view. It's like, and there's Jackie just trying to swim aboard. And she's like, I felt <laughs> awful. But I'm like, but here's the thing, though. You may not have done well, but as someone who was working that panel, as an entertainer, you did your yeah. job phenomenally. Yep. That is content. You yep. did great. Um, That's good stuff. So again, it's for those kinds of moments. Um, and I would oh. say the hardest thing when it comes to streaming is definitely, you know, that hurdle of getting noticed, getting a regular viewer or audience base and, um, you know, racking up those numbers. Getting noticed and getting people to stay. That is the hardest thing about streaming. Do you have any deal, any issues with um, doing it every day? Do you, you know, do you struggle with, I know a lot of streamers uh, stream almost every day and then they take a couple days off. They feel guilty about it. They're worried they're going to lose their membership base. Do you have any issues with the schedule? Or are you just a busy guy, like you said before, and you don't mind, you'll work all the time? Um, it's, the way it works out for me is, um, like I because of all the stuff I'm working on, I simply can't stream all day every day. Uh, if I was like, you know, one of those, you know, top notch guys who was racking in, you know, a couple sure. thousand views every time and, you know, several thousand subscribers, whatever it is, it'd be a lot easier to uh, you know invest myself in because obviously I'm getting the most out of it. Uh, but because there's all these other passions I have and other, you know, sources of revenue I'm trying to build. Uh, I think my stream schedule is about, you know, three or four times a week. Uh, I squeeze in that fourth day if I can. If I, like, don't have anything scheduled, I got the time, I'm sitting at home going, what do I do? You know, I might play something, may as well just stream it, you know. That yeah. Um, is, that how you, is that how you, <laughs> that, that's how I feel. Like, I'm like, if I'm going to be playing Sometimes, a game, yeah. I might as well just stream it. Like. Exactly. Because. Yeah. Which is like. Th Sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, because, like especially if it's a brand new game because that's sort of mm -hmm. i just started xcom 2 i've never played any of the xcom and guess what chat was loving me die all the time yeah. and then darren's like you're gonna die clown on skype chat no, i just, just like, i just said so you're gonna good. get rolled because he went with 
his first game, he went with veteran, you know, like mm. he's never played XCOM before. And so he went with veteran. <laughs> I said, oh, you're going to get rolled, which he did. But um, mm -hmm. yeah, it's it's cool because chat can also um, ex help you out totally. They can teach you how to oh, play yeah. a game. Now, of course, you, you sometimes you don't want the spoilers or whatever, but the chat's awesome. You know, streaming takes me back to when I was a kid and we'd go play at arcades. I mean, I'd literally play at the arcade every single day and you'd have you know, three, four, five of your friends hanging out with you, watching you play video games, you'd switch or whatever. Um, that's what streaming is today. Yeah. And it and it is just a great social, uh, yeah. and social it's, experience. It's so weird that um, this it's past 4th of July, like uh, we're on vacation, we're around friends and family, and the two friends People of ours trying are, to, yeah. well, they're, they're playing the um, on the Switch, they're playing Zelda, but they've got it hooked mm -hmm. up to the TV. And everybody mm -hmm. around is just just watching, parents yep. and everything. Yep. And I look over to my mother-in-law, and I'm like, "This is what this I do. is what I do." And she like looked at me for a second. I was like, "The only difference is, instead of you sitting here, you're on your phone or on a computer or on TV at In your home." Country. I was like, "That's the only difference." And uh, it was so it was sort of like she was like, "Huh?" I was like. Now you're starting like it's only taken like nine years, yeah. you know. But um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm. it's uh. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no. I was gonna say so. The the streaming. Uh, you mentioned. I was gonna let's go back. So you mentioned the the positive things. Have you ever like just had a moment where you had to just sort of take a step back and, and just been like, wow, that was either like really cool or really powerful just from like your standpoint. Like, was there anything that's happened where you just sort of, you've reflected on outside of stream yeah, that's exactly. happened on stream. I don't, oh, one moment. It's happening right now. <laughs> People trying to get my attention. <laughs> People going, Hey, I need you for sound. I'm like, uh, I told you. Kid, do you know who <laughs> I, I am? Do you know? <laughs> I'm an actor. I'm acting. Leave me alone. Um, There's, um, yeah, have you ever had just like moments that transcend, transcend streaming? Like you just make a connection with people? Oh, yeah. or Absolutely. Yeah. There have been tons of people like that. Not just the, um, I mean, not just the connections with like, you know, my own community and the, you know, people I spend time with here, but also just, you know, especially they're like content creators. Um, you know, some of the best friends I've ever had are you know, the people I've met on stream. And yeah. it stinks because I know there's a lot of people, especially when it comes to Twitch, who tend to do this whole, you know, you know, social climbing thing where they, you know, are friends with someone purely to get themselves somewhere else. And I'm like, that's not something I can even see myself investing time in doing. You know, the people and the best relationships and the best growth I've ever seen have been between people who you know, share not just their communities because, you know, they helps each other grow, but because they genuinely enjoy each other's company and they're amazing yeah. friends. Yeah. Um, and I try to promote that as much as I can because I've seen a whole lot of people do the exact opposite thing. Um, but there's a lot of stuff I've um, been able to take away from stream, not only you know, like people in my own community, especially blowing me away with the amount of love and support that they are able to show. Yeah. And for other people as well, I know we've had, especially in the MechWarrior community, a lot of different like, you know, this person ends up in need or some kind of disaster, you know, happens and people are more Not than willing to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. People are more than willing to uh, come and help out with it. They've been an amazing, they've been amazing people. I love our um, communities, man. Oh, yeah. And in regards to like, I guess this touches back into the, like the amount of streaming or being able to do it every day and stuff. 
one thing I've become conscious of, which I guess is another reason I'm sort of glad I don't do it as a daily thing, is a lot of sitting is involved. Yep. Um, and, uh, you know, I've heard people say, and I say all the time, sitting is the new smoking. It's really bad for you when you do it way too much. Like, even myself, I, like, I found myself like, oh, my God, my legs are a lot weaker. You know, I, you know, my, you know my neck's constantly hurting. I'm sitting too much. And so I've, you know, made efforts to, like, be on my feet a lot more, uh, go to the gym more often. And, you know, when I'm not streaming, which, which even when I'm not streaming, like, I'm, you know, voice acting and sound design, everything I do for work is, like, at a computer. So I try to be on my feet as much as possible um Get so definitely sunshine. having those days off helps with it and then especially i would say it how it's also how you do stream because a lot of people do it just very casually like i mentioned before you got that like sometimes i have that fourth day i do my stream and it wasn't even planned you know i'm not putting on a show i'm literally just hanging out chilling doing my thing and then talking to chat while i'm you know doing sound design or playing whatever game it is and not super uppity or you know putting on a show um versus like the other days like you know mondays wednesdays the planned show days that's like i'm you know exerting myself i'm you know being very much an extrovert you know being big and fun and definitely you know putting a little bit more effort into it yeah yeah it's work so you definitely feel where are you you feel where on you i mean like me and my buddy uh shinikami we were monday we were doing mech warrior together and we were doing some stuff and it was it was a great show uh, a lot of really funny stuff happened, but we were, you know, going big with it the whole time. So towards the end, we were done. We were just like, oh, my God, I am pooped. I yeah. am wiped, you know. That was exactly but, why on Monday I raided you was I was exhausted. I had just had my yeah. race weekend. I like I remember just being physically drained and I and I I was just getting done with the stream and I was just like, I just I'm, I'm done for today and I, I don't want to just keep just dragging this out. And I was like, oh, Haven streaming. And then I tuned in afterwards when I read and it was the perfect raid because you guys were it was it was just a great atmosphere. But just the oh, yeah. And I even said this. I was like, just needed to raid someone who had the energy to keep going because I was done. <laughs> yeah. And and it wasn't because I was done just because the stream it was just like physically I was just worn out. And then that just affected, you know, my stream, not in a negative way, but I felt like that's sometimes that happens is like uh, you're just I don't know if you, you just don't have it in you. But I guess I've I've I've, I've yeah. talked to people that have said I've started up a stream just because it was part of their schedule. And they were just like, I'm just not feeling it today. And it's like I've I, done that before. Yeah. Sometimes you just feel burnt out and you're like, uh, either I'm tired or I didn't get good sleep or just like, I don't really feel like playing this today, but you know, it's, it's my job, but it's, but it's playing video games. What kind of work it's not. And he, here's the thing. If you're out there listening and you're like, yeah, first world problems. Yeah, you're right. But also too, is the fact of uh, doing, especially like what you do. Like I don't do characters, you know, like I don't mm-hmm. put on that type of like entertainment and, and you don't just do one. You do multiples um, as well, and then you also have uh, you have different days that you have different themes, like your waifu stuff, which is, <laughs> it's so over my head. I have no idea. I am not an anime, and it's just it cracks me up because I, it's like it's it's not You're my, not a degenerate like me. It's okay. it's I'm just it's like I just don't I just don't get it. But like teach his own, teach his own. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, you put on it, it is it's entertainment, and I think. Uh, one thing I think you told me, which was you like your stream to when someone comes to it, they don't have to, you mentioned this at the very beginning where someone comes to your stream and it's, they're just there for the stream. There's no political talk. There's no like negativity. You don't want, like if something, 
bad has happened in that day, you just you want it to be just somewhere someone can go and they can I've check out. Refuge. I've seen people. Uh, yeah, exactly. Refuge. I've seen people I used to know who would like, you know, they would almost it seems like guilt people almost into like, you know, trying to support or whatever it is because they're talking about all oh, the stuff that's going in their life. Like, you know, what's on it? Like, if there's terrible stuff going on, it's bothering sure. you. It's not a it's not wrong to open up and share it to people and be like, hey, I'm in a tough spot, guys. But then there's people I would know who would just constantly victimize themselves and, you know, be like, oh, my health issues, this and you know this, whatever, and just really just spend too much time focused on what's wrong in their life. Yeah. To help other people go, oh, it's okay. We're here to, you know, support you. We love you. It's like, that's not what they're, they're not here to be your emotional support. Yeah. You're here to give people a show, you know, have a great time. That's how I feel about it. I think sometimes it's tough too, because, um, and I've dealt with this. I, I like, I like my stream to where someone can come and you, you'll see it. They'll be like, you know, hey, I'm having a bad day. And yeah. what I like to try to generally do is, not go into their issues, but just be like, Hey, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. Hopefully this Same. takes your mind off of it because I don't like hearing bad news. I hate hearing bad news during yeah, this game. It destroy. like, I'll be having a great day. And then someone's like, yeah, my dog just passed away. And I'm just like, Jesus, I don't want to deal with this emotionally right now. Like, yeah, I, I don't, you know, and, um, it, it may sound, uh, is that uh, like selfish of me? I see. I see the big streamers deal with that. You know, I've I've seen like uh, Summit or whatever. You know, he's got twenty thousand people watching him, mm -hmm. and somebody's like, uh, "My dad just committed suicide," and then the next person's like, "My mom's dying of cancer." And and if you know, first of all, these are very real issues that everybody's going through, and and it's not to make light of those issues in any way whatsoever. There's a lot of people suffering every day in our world, and that sucks, but what we are, what we choose to be. Obviously, everybody streaming doesn't have to have the same uh, outlook or, or business design or whatever, but what we want to be is a refuge from that, I think. Exactly. And, and not get too far into it. And you're it. not a therapist. Yeah. Yeah, we're not yes. a licensed therapist. That's I think important. That's, I think that's what I was trying to say. Is And, and that's yeah. not to discourage anybody listening and to be like, hey, if, you know, I need to if talk to someone. you want to share stuff, yeah. totally. But yeah, it's it's not like I mean, I get that, too. I've done that sometimes been like, oh, I'm having a terrible day. I want to show up with some sure. friends some people I know and just be like, hey, having a bad day, guys. You know, I could use some cheering up. Cheer me up. This kind of thing. Yeah. Like, hey, cheer me up. Dance you know, monkey. That's why I'm there. And, you know, just kind of, you know, relate. Um, but, you know, which I don't mind doing if someone says, hey, I'm having a bad time. I'll be like, hey, man, you know, thank you so much for being here. I'm glad that despite you know, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy, actually, that, you know, given the situation you're in and how you're feeling my channel and my community is the place you decide to show up and tune into to kind of, you know, get that breath of fresh air that you yeah. need, you know, that, that, that little break, um, which is exactly what I'm supposed to be. But yeah. I know so many people and I've like, especially for fellow broadcasters time and time again, I've heard these stories of people coming to them and discord and their communities. And they end up just having to step in as like emotional support. Like, Oh my God, this person's coming in, you know, contemplating suicide. Yeah. And they're coming to me about it. What the heck do I do? You know, like suddenly this is now my problem and I never wanted it to be. I'm not a therapist. I'm not, you know, built to handle this kind of stuff. Yeah. I would say uh, the only streamer in our community that can maybe be that support is our guest last week father bill but uh yeah anyway we are this now this is kind of getting this is kind of getting a little heavy yeah, guys. Is it now? <laughs> um <laughs> so well Battle uh, tech. Let, let me um I was, I was about to, i was about to ask you something um okay so you your negative which was um or the hardest thing you said was 
being found. If someone's mm. listening to this, because we have a lot of streamers in MWO and of course Twitch or whatever, um, that look at uh, streamers like yourself and you're like, hey, you're, you're always on, you know, when you start streaming, you're always on top. What are, yeah. what are a few things, like if you were to tell a streamer who's maybe struggling with that, like they're trying to get affiliate and they can't get it, or um, they're, they're starting off streaming, is there any just like simple advice you would give them other than the, like the um, typical, just like be yourself, because I, I don't yeah. think that always applies. I think there is a case to say <laughs> some you can of be you a... are horrible people. And no, no, no. Yeah, what, I, what I'm saying is like there is one thing to be said of you can be a character on Twitch. You can do that. Yes. Um, the whole be yourself thing. I feel like the only time, at least that I can think of, that that's really good advice is in commercial reads. That's about it. Um, otherwise, you know, if you need like, like, you know, me, I'm not 20, I'm, I'm an extroverted guy. I'm, you know, definitely happy and positive and out there and energetic. Um, but I'm not like, Oh my God, 24 seven in the day, you know? Um, so I'm definitely amping it up a little bit for, you know, the show, which is perfectly normal. Um, but what I like to tell everybody who's getting into streaming or who's interested in streaming is the first thing I tell them is do your best to not go in it with a business mindset. Don't go in it with, uh, I'm going to get the viewers, I'm going to make it a career, I'm going to, you know, get partner and affiliate, all this sort of stuff. I tell everybody, which is because, you know, I didn't do that first either. I simply went in to just have fun, have a good time. And it was a hobby thing, like once a week, if I can, you know, spare the time. Um, and it just kind of took off from there. And, and at that point is when I like to say, okay, once it's actually starting to do better and you're gaining some momentum, then you can decide to maybe invest in it a little more seriously, kind of the way I do, because that's what works for me. Uh, in regards to what they stream, like, I remember I met someone who, um, uh, they were like, oh, you know, hey, you, you, I went to like a boba shop with my backpack and they had a partner thing. And they're like, oh, hey, you're a Twitch streamer. Hey, my boyfriend's getting into Twitch streaming as well. And I was like, oh, cool. What's he uh, trying to start off with? And they're like, oh, Fortnite. And I'm like, <laughs> problem with that is you are a needle in the haystack when it comes to streaming those kinds of games. If you yeah. don't already pull like several hundred viewers, nobody's going to find you. Yeah. So I did my best to support the guy. Um, you know, I'd tune in and he was good at the game. And it wasn't that he wasn't entertaining at all. Could have gotten a better mic, but it's not that he was bad at what he did. It's that nobody was watching because, yeah. you know, no one could find him. So eventually it got to the point where that just got to his head and, you know, he was like, how do I get more viewers? Because he has that business mindset. And then he started using view bots, at which point he'd lost all of my support. Uh, and I was like, yeah, don't do that. So my advice for that would be, again, find a community you can be involved in somewhere you can get noticed. Um, stream games that are, you know, big enough that there are people watching it, but not so huge that you are invisible. Yeah, uh, that's very much how Mech Warrior was, which is why I would say is one of the only reasons. Well, one of the reasons, not only reasons that I end up getting the attention that I do is because people were able to find me. Yeah. And uh, you set there, your, you set yourself apart. Yeah, by, by the qualities we were talking about earlier. And yes. and and I say that without, you know, like trying to, mm -hmm. you know, blow your head up. But those are qual those, those things what we were talking about earlier. Darren and I have talked about this is if you watch any stream category and you look at generally, generally speaking, the top 10 streamers there, generally, they usually share similarities as far as like they engage with their chat. They, yeah. um, there's quality about it. And usually again, and you don't have to have the best audio quality or video quality, 
uh, mm, out there. It doesn't hurt, though. It doesn't hurt, but Absolutely. as far as a new streamer in this context, you don't have to have a $400 microphone. No, yeah. but you do need to have a hundred dollar microphone. I I agree that you don't have to have the best, but also you see, you want, don't you want to sound like this when you're talking. Yeah. Yes, you're or not. look all foggy because you have a webcam from twenty years ago. Or Make sure you, you, your OBS is using this mic and not your webcam mic. That's yeah. very important. <laughs> um, I think there's a minimum level of quality that you need just to, for people to take you seriously. But yes, absolutely, you don't need the best shit out there because, you know, like I've been using the same stupid mic. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, the only reason I have a $450 mic is because stream isn't the voice only thing o- I do. Yeah, voice acting. Voice, totally. Yep. Um, and uh, Tool of the trade, man. And yeah, you have it, the mic it, I, I want. I'm so jealous. I want that mic. It's a good mic. Dude, it's um, been on my uh, Amazon wish list yeah. for two years. He's he's talked about it. It went up two hundred dollars in price and hasn't come back down again. That damn. Try looking on B a B and H photos or something like that, or yeah. B H photo, whatever website. Yep. Good website for tech and things like that. Uh, yep, yep. Yeah, no, I already had most of this equipment when it comes to like soundproofing and uh, the microphone and the mixer. I had is new, uh, but I had most of the other stuff by when I picked up streaming. But the other thing I would definitely say is obviously networking is everything, not just for stream, but for everything else in life. Unless you're doing a you know, very simple, got my certificate, now can get hired as a mechanic sort of job. Um, it's, uh, but when it comes to networking, don't look for people to climb. Don't look for people to use. Don't look for places to grow. Look to make friends. Yeah. Because people who are friends are going to want to help each other out. Like, yeah. that's, the, that's very much the way it works in voiceover, especially in, like, non-union stuff. More than half the time, it's like, uh, hey, I'm directing or I'm producing this thing. Uh, hey, dude, you know, the guy I hang out with, you want to try out for it? And you're like, yeah, sure. Bam, you got a role. You know, it works out like that most of the time. Um, it's all about who you know and people want to spend time with and support those who they're close with. Yeah. Make friends. That is how you grow. And I, yeah, I think absolutely. another uh, thing with that is just be a good person and yeah. that will attract other people to, to help you out. Like that's what I look like, uh, look out when I'm watching streams in MWO. If you're just a good person, it's going to show through really quick. And yeah, you may not have the best mm-hmm. mic. You may not have the best, uh, you know, camera or gameplay, yeah, exactly. whatever, but you're a good person and I'm going to raid. And you, generally what I do is like, yeah. if, if, if you're streaming or any of the bigger streamers are streaming and I know you've already got the numbers, I generally go raid someone who doesn't have all those numbers and, yeah, and try to exactly. support them because it's like you're already you're already good to go. If someone someone already Absolutely. knows about you, you may not know about yeah. this guy or this girl down here. So I mean, like, you know, when they were starting off, you had people, you know, streamers in the MechWarrior community, like, you know, Violent Blue and Cyclone Jack. You know, they didn't have the greatest tech, but that didn't matter because their personality and their how kind they were yeah. just really shown out a lot. You know, people yeah. tuned in for that sort of positivity. Yeah. Oh, someone just All mentioned right, Trainzy. Yeah, that, most definitely. I mean, that's I a was, that's a streamer that was, was in guy. the community. Yeah. And you in a positive uh, force. So let's let's wrap this up with some fun questions, some fun okay. topics, real quick. Now, obviously, um, we know you from MechWarrior Online and 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 how you got into the community. Um, how what was your experience with BattleTech, and how much are you looking forward to MechWarrior Four? I'm five at all, if at all. Um, I, hey, I still play MechWarrior Four, so that's why it was in my mind. But yeah, um, yeah. So BattleTech and MechWarrior Five, what? How do those fit into oh, your life? Man. Uh, <laughs> so funny thing about BattleTech is, um, I think you know I'm younger, so I didn't do so much of the MechWarrior Two and MechWarrior One as a lot of other folks did. Um, so MechWarrior Three, I think, was my first one. 
Um, and I played a lot of that at my friend's house, not really having associated that with Battletech. And then MechWarrior 4, I remember, like, you know, Mercenaries, I was over there at Costco, computer games got that stuff. And I played that game all the time. And, like, I grew up on the whole, uh, you know, I, I grew up on, I would always play Solaris. Solaris was my favorite. Yeah. So I grew up on the, you know, the Duncan Fisher, um, which is one of the reasons why fast forward a couple of years, I got to do voice work next to him was just Lars, man. a huge thing for me. I was like, oh my God. Isn't that a trip um, when things that you just never would have imagined? Like think if you could rewind back to when you were first playing Mech mm -hmm. 4 and somebody would say, you're going to do voiceover with right it blows my mind it's That's it's so awesome. so that kind of stuff was surreal um yeah. but funny little story uh back in like early like you know middle school they had to like take all those courses where it was like oh figure out what you want to do with your life and <laughs> funny enough as you know childish as it was BattleTech and MechWarrior had a big influence on that because i wanted to become a mechanical engineer i wanted to work on robotics and do stuff like that and my sole motivation is i wanted to make giant walking robots with guns on them like they had this whole we did this really dumb project where you had to like write out the story of your future it was during graduation like oh you grow up and this is what you pursue and you may get married and you do this with your life and i was like actually naming off the different mechs <laughs> from BattleTech. like i made this and then i made that um you know eventually i met math and got into cal college and you know realized okay this is this is all stupid that was i think <laughs> Fast forward a couple more years, bam! I'm Battle BattleTech and MechWarrior actually ended up having a degree of you know realism and seriousness into my career in life. So it's kind of funny how it played out. You know, it was still a part of my career, but not in the way that I thought it would be. Yeah. Um, but so Mech Five is like my Kingdom Hearts. You know, people have been waiting for that for like 18 years or something, and you know, what was it 15 years? It's something like that. It's and a lot. Yes. So I'm super excited for this to come out. Uh, the possibility for the mod abilities, the ability to make different maps and potential missions, the co-op, and you know, are you gonna play with VR us? support? Please. Oh, you bet we are. You bet. We it's need to be a great com time, Commander. Oh yeah, and especially because of the way you know the co-op works, and I know the game's a lot more simulation based as opposed to MechWarrior Online. Yeah. Uh, the roleplay ability will be a lot easier to do, um, and. Uh, yeah, there's a whole lot I'm looking forward to that game. Especially, I need to reach out to uh, uh, I need to reach out to a uh, audio guy again at PGI about the whole voice work thing. Sean, yeah, I need to reach yep. out to him again about that because he's like, no, we haven't done it yet, but soon. So I'm like, soon, soon. So um, fingers crossed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, what... it's funny when you're. Go ahead. Phil. I was gonna say, what got you into? Uh, was it just the sound side of things? Like, because you have the best mech sound pack out there thank you which you do uh, you want to plug that really quick where can someone find it yeah uh, sure yeah it's um the easiest way to find it because i know some people you know have try to have links on their page and stuff like that um at the end of the day i advise people to try to go to my channel or other people to link the channel because on my channel is where i have a link that i, I can keep updated on a regular basis when i do something new because otherwise everyone else has to go through and update their own um, but if you click on the picture of the Mad Dog on my channel, that pulls up a link to where you can download the mod. And there's instructions on how to get it installed and everything. And, it's very uh, easy. Yeah, it's 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 a drag and drop. It doesn't replace anything, and you just restart the game. Um, and I've been doing a lot of work on it. I you know update things every now and then. I think the most recent one, I changed a lot of the physics noises to be 100% my own because those like distant explosion noises that used to be in it, uh, those were like placeholders, and I had those from other sources. 
that I didn't belong to me, but the ones I put in there now are ones that I do own. So. And if someone's listening uh, to this, we're talking in particular, um, what is this sound mod? What does it do? Uh, the sound mod overhauls almost all of the audio in the game. Um, like the engine sounds, it hasn't replaced because those are very difficult to do. Um, but like all the physics sounds that you hear from when your mech gets hit to walking to stuff firing and exploding in the distance, uh, artillery strikes and all the different weapon sounds, absolutely everything has been changed. Um, it's a lot more, it's a lot bigger. It's a lot stompier. It has a lot more weight to it as I felt you know, it was very necessary for robots of that size. So, yeah. And even though our buddy Sidestrafe did the command wheel for Mech Warrior Online, what I really liked that what you too. did with it too, which was um, you added multiple characters, so it didn't it wasn't all coming from one person. It gives you much more of a feeling of a um, you know a bigger team or whatever. And yeah, and, like there's other people and the other mechs around you, and a lot of those people actually the most of those are other like f like working voice actor friends of mine. Uh, you had people like involved in uh, a lot of pretty renowned shows actually, like uh, uh, you know you had. Um, uh, Zach, Ag uh, Zach Aguilar in there has been doing a lot of dubs for anime. I know he does Genos in One Punch Man, plays the lead for Aldo Noah Zero. Um, uh, uh, my friend Sean is in it as well. Sean Shiplock, he plays Rivali, like the bird guy in the uh, uh, Breath of the Wild game. Uh, he's Subaru and Ray Zero, and he's getting awesome. a lot of roles. So there's Name a lot of like, actual voice actors in it. So. That's so cool, you, man. Yeah, you're, cool looking, you're definitely looking forward to Mech Five. Um, it's oh, gonna be yes. cool. it's gonna be interesting. Yeah, because there has been an AMA about the mod scene, uh, and so all we know is, as far as we know, uh, there should be quite a lot of accessibility. I mean, and what they've dropped a lot of hits during the AMAs, which, by the way, plug there is an AMA this Friday. This Friday, Russ um, is gonna be doing on it. the 19th. Yes, uh, I think it's a uh, just sort of an update. Um, I think it's but, a general update. Yeah. yeah, but with the mod scene, I just I feel like that's it's so big because. They're using Unreal. If the Steam Workshop and if that's the route they're going, which I believe it is, but with Unreal, you're going to have accessibility to all of the animation and/or cinematography tools as well. So there's oh yes, there's there's going to be able to make some great machinima. Stuff. I mean, someone could literally create um um uh, an animated series if they will. I mean exactly. The sky's the limit, and then of course that's going to require people uh, with voice acting and and stuff like that mm -hmm. too. So I don't know. It's just very cool. Um, it's going to be interesting seeing what you do with it. It's going to be a lot of fun to work with that. Uh, I already mentioned that. Yeah, I do want to mod that as well. Um, and again, I know that again it is in Unreal, um, which by default already has like the. Um, the possibility for VR kind of built into that, mm -hmm. which I'm really, really hoping. I know we had to talk about this earlier, Sean, but I still stand by the whole, uh, I really hope they do add VR support for it because we don't have lots of full-fledged, full-size VR games. Most things are like, oh, you pay 20 bucks, you get this like, you know, 30-minute VR experience, you know? There isn't a lot to it versus like a full game like Skyrim or something, which they do have VR for, but we don't have a lot of those. So... Especially mech games. You got a couple of VR mech games, but again, they're more like these very short experiences and very controller based, or whatever yeah. it was. So to have a like, if they do make this VR, there's a whole bunch of people who are investing in VR, and it's becoming a lot bigger. Yeah, um, the market for it is growing for sure. And 
if they do have that, this game gets to be known as the go-to mech VR game. I mean, pilot VR games, especially for mechs, is pretty much a no-brainer. I mean, yeah. who doesn't want to feel like they're sitting inside a giant mech and actually see and almost feel everything? Yeah. Um, so, you know, if they jump on that, it's the go-to. And yeah. that in and of itself will probably bring a whole wave of uh, you know people wow. into Battletech in and of itself. Yeah, and yeah, you can almost think of the mods. I mean, literally, someone could oh, potentially yeah. just go down the sim sort of route and where you have to, like, know things in the cockpit and flipping switches and pressing buttons and stuff. That would, Yeah, that would be... I know a lot of people would be digging that. Not, I don't think the masses would, but I definitely think if it's there and there's a niche, someone's going to do it, right? Exactly. Yeah. So I'm looking forward for that probability, definitely. So Excellent. What, what other games are you playing right now? Like, what are you enjoying? Or is there, is there anything hot? Are you looking forward to, like, Cyberpunk? What, what, what's going on? In, Cyberpunk's in... going to be fun. There's a whole lot of... I play a lot of stuff, uh, which is, again, no, another one of the reasons I'm like, I can't get into competitive with stuff because I... There's so many people I know who just play and stream one game and almost one game strictly that. Yeah. Like, there's people who do... Like, I see them do nothing but, like, uh, Escape from Tarkov. I see them do nothing but Mech Warrior. And as much as I love Mech Warrior, you know, I do get burnt out from it time to time, so I have to play other things. So I swap around quite a bit. Uh, I play a lot of uh, horror games. I get spooked. It's <laughs> bad. And, uh... <laughs> Uh, obviously, we got the Mech Warrior. One thing I've actually been enjoying a lot has been uh, Planet Side Two. Actually, they uh, recently, oh yeah, 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 they recently updated the engine to DirectX 11, which significantly increased the frame rate. So now you can actually be a part of those massive battles on ultra graphics and have zero frame droppage at whatsoever. Like I recently joined um, something called the Community Smash, which was really fun to stream because like I was running everybody like myself and everybody else uh, and the team speak through a, a filter that made it all sound like we're coming through these really like cool sci-fi sounding like battle comms. Um, and it was this big fight where it was there were 600 plus players and it was only two teams instead of the original three. So it was a massive fight that was going on. And again, all of that was just completely seamless. Um, so it was, I've been having a lot of fun with that. Um, Darren actually was a huge Planet Side 1. He got me. We we did Planet try too. One. Yeah, we did Planet try. Side one was my was one of my top three favorite games mm. of all time. I I tried to get into Planet Side two. I see the the draw and and there's definitely similarities between two and one, but uh, it just never pulled me in like one did. But that that whole massive scale battle thing, you can't beat it. It's such a good experience. It's, and it, yeah, it's just, it's like unlike anything else. You it's can. what draws me and I guess what draws people to Planetside. And the reason you play that yeah. game is you got games like Battlefield and these other things were supposed to be these, you know, action paid, you know, fast paced action like shooters. Um, you know, and, uh, you know, while, while they do that, it's not to the same scale and same degree because sure. you still got like 30 people versus 30 people. And uh, like, Honestly, like Planet Side Two feels like what Star Wars, like Clone Wars battles or Battlefront could have been. Yeah, I'm like, take Warhammer 40k again. You know, like just slap the models on Planet Side Two. You got what you're looking for. You want a big Star Wars Clone Wars battle? Just slap you know Star Wars models over that, and bam, you got what you're looking for. I remember the first time I logged in, it took me about 
15 minutes to realize, wait a minute, these are all people? I thought half <laughs> of these people were bots because there's like every kind of projectile flying in the air, tons of people running around. Planes, trains, automobiles. And we thought, tanks, we thought everything's happening at the same time. It is absolute chaos and I love it. And I think yeah, it's the chaos mean, of war. That's exactly what it is. Yes. It's chaotic. When you have 30 versus 30, whatever, 60 versus 60, there's some chaos in there. But when you have hundreds versus hundreds, you can't. You can't but I that. feel like we're, we're all in the back of our minds like, oh, we only have 30 v 30 right now. Like it's 2019, but there's trade-offs because networking and speed and blah, blah, blah. And I feel yeah. like that's the difference between why isn't Planetside too big compared to what you were just saying with like Battlefield or COD. But the difference is those are high fidelity as far as like aesthetics and what you're able to yeah. do, the physics and all that. Whereas yes, even though with an upgrade to, to DX11, um, that in itself is probably going to turn some people away from from that is that you don't have all those uh, nuances, right? So well, even then, I would still say it's a very aesthetically pleasing game, especially when the sun goes down. They have a lot of uh, really good like uh, effects, uh, visual effects, and like you know the, the tracers and everything. Like yeah. I managed to get some amazing footage when I was flying around. Like I remember I turned, uh, I was flying along this ravine. And I passed by a massive column of infantry that all, all running across this giant plane, shooting rockets and everything, and tracers going everywhere. And it was just so cool looking. Uh, but it's definitely an experience uh, unlike any other that I think is definitely worth giving a try. So um, have you played much of Battletech, uh, the game by HBS? Tabletop. I have. I actually played no. quite a bit of that. Oh, no. About you're HBS. talking about yes, Battletech. Yes. Yeah. Battletech. Yeah, I'm sorry. So many battle not, it's not confusing. Battletech the game? Well, which Battletech? Are <laughs> have you played Battletech? Yeah. Which? Like, not tabletop. Just well, have you played the, the latest expansion? Have you got out there in a Nerby? I haven't gone in there and done that yet for the latest expansion. Uh, I played the first one. I've just been so swamped with everything I've been trying to do and keep up with. I haven't gotten to dive into the uh, Urban Warfare one yet, but hoping to do that soon. Gotcha. I like that stuff. I like that stuff a lot. Cool, cool. Now, um, I asked this question specifically of Loken because he was into game design, but I kind of liked mm. asking everybody so far. Um, with all your gaming experience, the interests that you have, if you could sit down and you had all the you know tools at your disposable disposal, um, money, uh, a crew, etc., if you could design any game, if it could be Haven Kendrick's ultimate video game, what would you design yourself? Oh man. Uh... Honestly, I've been thinking about these kinds of things. Uh, I know there's a, there's a, it's more of a really cringy, weeby passion project we're working on with a couple of friends, which is a visual novel. But if it wasn't that, I'm thinking a really good like space RTS is what I'm looking for. You have games like Nexus, the Jupiter Incident. Uh, um, I know there's the Battlestar Galactica game they have recently. Like Homeworld, home okay. uh, Sins of a Solar Empire. Yeah. Like, kind of take the best stuff about all of these games, come up with your own story, um, role-play elements. And there's, there's a game, like, concept that I actually had for this kind of thing. It's just a matter of, you know, getting the people to work on it and, you know, write the whole thing out. But that's, I think, what I would want to do is a really, really fun-to-play, role-play-based uh, uh, space, like, RTS with, like, big ships and stuff. That's what I would want to make. Have you played stuff. Homeworld uh, Remastered? Oh, so good. So good. That was beautiful. I know. Very, Such a good very game. All right. Phil, you want to take <laughs> us out? We did miss that part, didn't we?
Someone just said, looks like Darren brought both kids to work today. Oh, my God. That was priceless. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right, having a sons. fun time, Dad. <laughs> oh, my Let's God. bring your son to work, Dad. <laughs> oh, my God. That was priceless. Um, Haven, so sir, it's, it's a pleasure hanging out. Um, I know yeah, you're going to be kicking off a stream right after this, so we will send everybody over there as well. And, of course, uh, you guys already know him. Um, it's been a pleasure. Yeah, and, and Haven is going to do a giveaway, guys. He's going to be giving away yep. a Mac pack, so be sure to follow him over there, um, and we'll send you guys there. Is there any last What are your comments? final words? What are your final <laughs> Yeah, what are your final words? Any last what words? Ominous? Any last words? Yes. <laughs> um, if, you had, if you had 10 seconds, because that's all you have, to say something to our audience, what would it be? If I had something to say... If you have Amazon Prime, did you know that once? But no. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for having me on. Um, Thank you, dude. So, so really looking forward to Mac 5. I'm looking forward to doing a lot of stuff with you guys on that. Yes, yes. Um, and uh, yeah, hope to be joining you guys again soon. And we need to play a lot of things together. Goodness, not just Mech Warrior and the Mech Warrior 5, but if we can, like, because I know Planet we, side. we've got Tactical Terry. Planet Side. Let's, let's do some Planet Side. Darren, yeah. Yeah, actually, we were just doing some uh, War Thunder last War night. War Thunder last I haven't oh, played yeah. that game in two Tanks years. Tanks with really, or mechs with really short legs. That's yeah. yeah. <laughs> you go. think the Direwolf is slow. Let me introduce you to a heavy <laughs> tank. Um, <laughs> Yeah, um, I will. I will hit you up on that. But uh, thank you again for being on here. Again, we'll have all of his information underneath the description if you're watching on uh, YouTube. Um, but thank you again for being an awesome part of the community and being yeah, a continued you, uh, source in the community for content. But uh, yeah, support for this podcast is brought to you by you, our patrons, and our Twitch subs. If you'd like to support the podcast, consider becoming a sub. You can also become a uh, patron as well. We've got those links in the description. If you want to check out some merchandise at our store, um, check that out as well. And of course, I know a lot of you guys are upgrading right now because AMD uh, bringing it to Intel and NVIDIA. So if you're going to be shopping on Amazon, we have an affiliate link. Doesn't add anything to your costs, uh, anything to your cart, but it gives us kickback when you guys buy stuff. And also too, if you click on the link and you buy anything, we get those as well. So it's not just like, uh, you know, computer parts or whatever, but, uh, check that out if you'd like to help support because AMD is bringing it as far as price to performance right now. And there's a lot of good, I, I feel uh, like Haven has something to say about that. I did actually, because again, I made one of those screw it purchases, one of those treat yourself moments. I did actually just get myself uh, an RTX uh, 2080 off of uh, Amazon, so I'm uh, looking to test that out today. There you go. Ooh. You're... Well, if you wanna, if you wanna be like Haven, you know how to do it, but be sure to click through our. Bam. <laughs> and you'll look as cool as him. Uh, be sure to check out our website at NoGutsNoGalaxy.net. Check us out on Twitch at no, NGNGTV. Check us out at YouTube at NoGutsNoGalaxyTV. Twitter at NoGutsNoGalaxy. Facebook at no guts no galaxy podcast and soundcloud at no guts no galaxy for all the latest and greatest in mech porn t-shirts and mugs be sure to check out our store at no guts no galaxy store.com i like my mech porn mm, this was nice. your local no guts no galaxy mechware podcast signing off for tonight this is phil and this is darren until next time have a good one guys thank you bye It'd be best if you avoid me but I know you probably can't You sense something is wrong with me You can feel it on my skin But there is more with it Maybe I can be closer now But I don't know how 
probably thought it was normal Just a little off The truth is at one time I was But now I'm a robot Forever 